Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am your host and founder, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Valeria Elliott. Her her name is also better known as Miss V, the storyteller. She's been sharing her personal stories for years and decided to turn them into a podcast. Her podcast is for anyone who has a loss of their voice and want to get it back. Her stories are personal and she uses them as a tool to help others who may have gone through the same thing she has. She has been a speaker on Sparkle Talks, a Facebook group on ladies. She is the winner of the Grand Slam as a storyteller on First Person's Arts, storyteller for First Person Art Story Slam, performed as a storyteller for Rising Stars, a virtual storytelling event for Black History Month in the UK. Performed as a storyteller for Mortified in Washington, D.C. at the Black Cat and Creative Alliance in Baltimore, Maryland. And without further ado, please welcome Valeria to GEMS Podcast, where we're going to know, are you igniting your voice? Is there power in your voice? And are you walking it like you talk it? I I am. I am walking it like I am talking it. I am so thrilled to be here. I have been thinking about this all day long and I want to be here to share my voice y'all because it took me years to get this voice back and I am using it. So for those of you who don't know, when Valeria mentioned it took her years to get her voice back, Mm -hmm. she lost her voice at the age of six and she got it back at the age of 23. And I'm sure you're probably eager to know how did Valeria lose her voice? So Valeria, walk us through that journey when you were voiceless, but then you became a powerful voice. Yes. When I was about six years old, I decided to stop talking because I was a very shy child and family dynamics. You know, if you raise in a house with a mom and a dad and the arguing and you're getting in trouble and all that, I decided at six that, hey, if I don't talk, I won't get in trouble. And when I stopped talking, I think that made a little bit more of a problem in my home because my parents didn't know how to deal with me. My dad constantly yelled at me. My mom would just shake her head, like open your mouth and say something. And I remember my father made my mom going, going to get my ears checked because he thought something was wrong with my ears. Then he told me that if I, it was nothing wrong with my ears, that he was going to tear me up when he got home. I failed that hearing test. <laughs> I learned how to ignore him because he would he was a yeller. He liked to fuss and he yelled, but he got it from my grandfather who did the same thing. So it took me years. I got, I was um, abused mentally, verbally. I was bullied. 
people would talk talk across me. They act like what I had to say wasn't important. And it got, it took me until 23. And that's when I became a Christian. And that's when God gave me my voice back because I was tired. I was crying one night and I remember praying and asking the Lord to give me my voice back. I was so tired of being hurt. I was so tired of people mistreating me. I was so just tired. And when you pray, sometimes you really need to be specific because God gave me my voice back, but I went from a zero to a 10. I started attacking people. I was going to get you before you got me. I was cussing people out. I was just a, just a terrible example of a Christian. And I remember going back on my knees again and saying, look, Lord, thank you for giving my voice back, but I need a happy medium. I cannot go around professing to be a Christian, you know, and cussing people out. It's just not right. So I'm not saying that I'm like 50% there. I'm a strong 65, 70% because you catch me on the wrong day, but that's anybody. <laughs> that's a preacher, a pastor, anybody. If you catch them on the wrong day, they might have a little bit of something left in their tongue. But I am so excited because God gave me my voice back. And then he said, I want you to storytell. I want you to tell people your story. I want you to share because I want you to empower people to use their voice what they have to say, it is important. If it's not important to them, it's important to you. You get it out there, you open your mouth and you say something. And did you ever feel like when you were going through that period of silence that you were talking in the inside, but it just wasn't coming out on the outside? Did you ever have an experience like that? No, I, I felt like what I had to say wasn't important at all. So I didn't even attempt to open my mouth. My family would talk across me. Every time I would try to speak up and say something, someone would cut across me. And it was probably because my tone and my voice was so low because I didn't have a self-esteem. I had none. People say, oh, you have low self-esteem. I had no self-esteem at all. So when you don't have self-esteem, and you don't have a voice, there's no power behind your voice or your words. And so people have a tendency to ignore you or act like you're not even there because you have no, nothing in you to empower and to push those words out to make people listen. And like I say, it took me 20 till I was 23. Yeah. Wow. And that's a long time to remain silent and just go through, you know, the different emotions and the things that you were dealing with, because that can take a mental toll because it took a toll on your family. So with the people around physically, emotionally, as well as spiritually. And when people just go from speaking to not speaking, sometimes they think something's wrong, i.e. your dad thought there was something wrong with your ears. Or some people think that that child may be special needs. Did they ever feel like there was something else outside of your ears that was wrong with you, Valeria? No. When I was in school, they just thought I was a shy child. No one ever thought that I was special needs or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I had teachers who actually saw stuff in me and they could pull it out of me because of the way that they treated me, how they 
nurtured me and they cared for me and they pulled it out. So they knew it wasn't anything mentally more so of me. It was more of a, a choice. I chose to sit in the back of the classroom. I chose not to raise my hand. I chose not to speak up. But if I was called on and I knew the answer, then I would speak up. But I never initiated it. It was always you had to pull it out of me. Okay. And that's that's good. And thank you for sharing that. And then so now whenever you hit 23, you got your voice back, but you were like a loose cannon. You were <laughs> it was it reminded me of this shirt because my friend had a shirt on that said half holy half hood and it was so it was so funny because I was like I've been there because like you know sometimes people just push you to the max and I was like you know what don't do that I'm a WIP uh work in progress I'm that whip without the H Um, yes absolutely and you know it's just like whenever you go through certain things in your life they take you to a point where it wants to cripple you. But if you don't realize the path that you're on sooner rather than later, you can miss out on some of the glory days. So can you talk about what it was like after you got your voice back and then you went back on your knees the second time to ask God for that transformation to work in and through you? Well, when I went back on my knees and prayed, I heard myself one day. I was at a, um, a game, it was a football game and I don't know what happened. Someone said something to me. It was a man. I didn't know who he was. He said something and he came at me the wrong way. And I heard the way that I talked to him and I'm not saying that I should not have said anything to him, but it was my words that I chose to use, which were cuss words. And it was my tone. There was a total different way that I could have handled him. And I hurt myself and it bothered me so bad that when I got home, I was crying. I was like, Lord, I cannot continue like this. This is almost as bad as me not talking. It was easier for me because now I'm hurting people. People were hurting me, but now I'm the person that's hurting someone. So please help me. And he did that through his word, me understanding that I'm, I am loved by God. And so therefore I need to share love. And when someone comes across me the wrong way, I need to learn how to use my words in a more productive way. First with my tone, bring it down, sister, bring it down. Choose not to use the cuss words. Because that's a turnoff. If you want to get your point across, you have to come to people in a way that they will receive it. And for me, it's humor. I use my humor for everything. It's a defense mechanism. And it also connects me with people. Because even when you come at me the wrong way, I would throw a joke slash sarcasm (laughs) so you can understand that what you said was inappropriate. I'm laughing, but I'm letting you know through the sarcasm that I'm serious. So I learned tools and tricks and things that I'm able to do now to help people not to mistreat me and come at me in the wrong way, but I'm not cussing them out and I'm not tearing them down. I'm coming at them with love, laughter, and sarcasm. (laughs) Nice, nice. And that's a good um, spin on it because definitely that tone of voice can either cause 
a fight to break out. Mm -hmm. uh, when words are thrown, it could cause you to be seen in a negative light mm -hmm. and a negative connotation. And then something as small as a reaction can turn into something that will just, you know, detriment a relationship. Like it just slice it off. Because if you come and talk to somebody sideways, when that person is trying to talk to you in a nice way, it's not going to end well. So I'm glad that you realized that sooner rather than later, but it had to take that experience that you went through in order for you to realize that it wasn't okay. And I think it was probably the Holy Spirit that had you feeling so bad to the point where you had no choice but to change. Would you Absolutely. agree or disagree? Absolutely. That's exactly what it was because the whole God had me there that day so that I could actually hear myself because before then I was so defensive. You know, I was so tired of being hurt. Oh no, 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 no. What you're not going to do is hurt me. I've been through there, been there, done that, had enough. Uh-uh-uh-uh. But God had me to be there, to sit there and to actually hear myself. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm hearing what I'm saying. I'm hearing what everybody else is hearing. And this is horrible because you're professing to be a Christian. And I'm not saying that as Christians, we are perfect. No, nobody is perfect. But what I'm saying is each day we walk and we talk and we try to do better. And I pray every night, Lord, anoint me and help me to build bridges and not walls. I want to bring people to me and not keep them away. So help me use my voice in a more positive way. Help me with my tone. Even if I'm angry, you know, at least let me have a soft anger, you know, keep my tone soft so that the person can receive what I'm saying. Yeah, I like that. Because if you don't continue to work on yourself, then you could easily fall back into the traps. Um, it's a work in progress. Like you say, it's a work in progress one day at a time. So for anyone out there who may have went through something similar, um, like you did, Valeria, can you talk about some tools and some tools that they could use to find their voice and ensure that their voice has power behind it because a pair of lips could say anything, but we want to make sure that whatever you are releasing out of your mouth is adding value. It's bringing substance and it's something that is conducive to the environment that you're in. Well, for me, affirmations. And when I first started using affirmations, I was using someone else's. And I remember when I taught school, I had my first and second graders. I used to teach school and we would have chapel. And I remember an assignment I gave them was I wanted them to write, to go home and I wanted them to write a Proverbs or to write a Psalms. They had to come up with and create their own psalm, Psalms. It was absolutely wonderful. It was a Christian school. And when the kids came in and they were saying them, that became their song or that became their Proverbs. So when I got my voice back and I wanted to start doing better, I wrote my own aff affirmation that was for me, that there was something that I needed to tell myself every day. And one of them was what you have to say is important. If it's not important to anyone else, it is important to you. Use your voice, smile when you talk, have joy in your heart, Listen with your ears and close your mouth so that you can receive. 
I had like, oh my God, I had so many affirmation and they changed with what I was going through. So for anybody who's lost their voice, you, and I write it on my um, mirror when I'm um, in my mirror in my bathroom and in my vanity area, I have all these affirmations. And while I'm doing my makeup, they're right there for me to say, yes, they're right there for me to say. And I tell myself whenever I have a picture of them on my phone. So if I'm um, somewhere and I'm feeling uncomfortable or I feel like, oh, this is going to be one of those things, you know, I take it out and I go, okay, you are worthy. What you have to say is important. You are beautiful. Yes, you are fluffy, but you are beautiful. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I have to tell my stuff, you know, because now um, fluffiness is coming in. I use the word fluffy instead of fat. Cause I hate that word. So, you know, we're coming in, you know, thank God for my girl who's out there doing it. I love her, but um, Lizzo, I love her. But anyway, I'm saying that because we we're coming, but we weren't always in. People didn't always accept us. So I tell my girl, you a beautiful, fluffy girl. Look at you. Any man should be happy to have you. Oh, yes, girl. You are all that in a bag of chips. I tell myself this stuff all the time. And anyone out there, tell yourself every morning, just like Mary J. She said, good morning, gorgeous. Good morning, beautiful. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm a storyteller. So I go on. I like that because um, one of the things that I resonated with, with um, was doing it in the mirror. And I like to call that mirror work with some of my coaching clients, because when you are able to look yourself in the mirror, number one, you see a reflection. Number two, you're scrubbing away that old paradigm and you're reincorporating new paradigms and reprogramming yourself. So as you are releasing those affirmations or that gratitude, you start to see yourself saying the words and then those words begin to take root. And as those words take root, that's like laying a foundation. And once you have a sturdy foundation, everything else around will be able to withstand because the foundation is grounded. So whether you need to do like Valeria said and recite it in the mirror or write it on your mirror so you could see it in a place where you look at it on a daily basis, because you're going to go into the mirror to, you know, groom yourself, whether you're brushing your teeth, washing your face, um, for you ladies that are listening, put it on your makeup or et cetera. And you men, whether you're shaving or whatnot, yeah. because it's yeah. so important for you to find your voice too, because it goes both ways. But then also sometimes another tip is grab your phone and on your phone, there is a recorder and record some of your affirmations. And while you're working out or you're on that long yes. commute, play those affirmations over and over so they can begin to nourish you, mind, body, and soul, and build you up. Because we have so many things out in society that is tearing us down or trying to compete with us, whether it's imposter syndrome, where it causes you to lose a sense of who you are because you're so busy focusing on somebody else and what they're doing when that individual is not even worried about what you're doing. So stay in your own lane. Um, absolutely. But one thing, not to cut you off, but one thing I think is so important with all of this is the personalization. You need to personalize it for you because you know what you're going through. You know what you need and the power of your tongue. 
because the Bible talks about our tongue, how powerful it is, how we use how our words are so important. So you need to make sure that you're telling yourself things that you need to hear that's going to help you. Yeah, you could go online and look up and pull them. And that's great if you find one that's great for you, but make sure you personalize and make sure you telling yourself things that you need to hear to help you to get where you need to be. Yeah, absolutely. The personalization um, is very key. And so what I like to tell my clients is to start with a SWOT analysis and the S in SWOT is for strengths. When you start with the strengths that you have and recite that and recite all the positive attributes that are going on in your life that makes you unique, then you start with that and you build upon it. And then you start to take ownership of that because those are things that you're already good at. Those are qualities. Like whether um, if you start with something so small that just says, I love the color of my eyes or I love how my hair blows in the wind or I love how pretty my feet are or whatever it is. Just start with something small and build up. I love that. I love that. Yes. (laughs) So now uh, we gave y'all quite a bit, y'all, to just... (laughs) let you, you know, restart that fire. Like we need you to pour kerosene on so you can ignite the flames and let your voice roar. We need you to roar like a lion. And I want Valeria to leave us with her call to action for this segment so she she can help you like really just jumpstart and realize that you weren't created to be mute but you were created for your voice to shake the atmosphere, for your voice to bring people together, for your voice to make a difference. Your voice is unique to you. You were created as a masterpiece. So not why not walk in it? Well, my call to action is this. Any person who feels like, number one, write this down. What you have to say is important to you. And that's important. Use your voice for love. Write your affirmations down. Make sure you carry them with you and talk about it. And at the end of the night, I'm a journal. I write journals. I love, I'm a writer, author. I write all the time. And, I, and sometimes you just need to write down things to get it off of you. If somebody made you angry or you come at you the wrong way and you didn't feel like you addressed it the right way, write it out, get it out of you. Because for me, I, I'm, I call myself um, introvert and I am to a certain extent. And sometimes people will hurt my feelings and I'll choose not to say anything by my choice because I don't want to have to come back, apologize because once it's out of your mouth, you can't get it back. So sometimes take a pause, just stop talking and just say, you know what? I'll be back, go in the bathroom, do whatever you need to do and come back and address it. But make sure that you write your affirmations down. And when you come into a situation that you don't feel like you handle it the right way, journal it, get it out of you. Don't carry it. Let that stuff out. I taught my nieces and nephews to journal, write that stuff. If your dad, mom, cousin, whoever makes you mad and you can't verbally say it to them, write that stuff. I I wish I could have told them this, that, and the other, but don't be like my niece. She left it out for my brother to hear. He saw it. He found it. 
And then she blamed me and told him that Aunt Valeria said for me to journal. I was like, yeah, but you're supposed to keep it hidden, baby. But, you know, journal, write it out, <laughs> get it out there and don't carry it. It is so important not to carry it because it makes you anger, angry and bitter. So use your voice, but also when you get hurt or when somebody comes at you the wrong way and you don't choose to say anything at that moment, you need an outlet to get it out. Journal it, punch a pillow, get a, you know, take the dog for a walk and run, do something, <laughs> do something, but get it out so it won't harbor, it won't fester, and it won't make you angrier. Absolutely. Those are some amazing tips, Valeria. And one thing that I'll say is um, what my mom always tells me, never let the sun go down on your wrath, meaning you shouldn't go to bed angry because that stuff is going to fester and boil over or spill over into the next day. And you want to walk into each day with a new fresh perspective yes. and you don't want to walk in there with the baggage from yesterday's troubles that aren't even going to matter the next day so just be mindful of that and Valeria how can our listeners and viewers connect with you via your website and where do you hang out on social media you can follow me on Instagram Twitter now I don't check Twitter as much but Facebook and Twitter are the two that I use the most um, Instagram, that is one of my favorite now, Instagram um, at Miss V, the storyteller. My podcast is Miss V, the storyteller podcast. And I have a lot of stories, stories that make you laugh, cry. And some of them will even make you change the way that you think. You can go and listen up there and, you know, you can email me, V-A-L-I-S-O-N-E-L-L-I-O-T at gmail.com. And there you have it, y'all heard Miss V, the storyteller. Yes. You can find her on social media and connect with her. Um, have some tea time with her, get some laughs going and just, you know, really brighten up your day by taking yourself out of your reality into someone else's reality, breaking bread and looking for the ways that there are common interests that you could build upon. And then work with each other to really ignite the power of your voice. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to subscribe and share this segment. We are on 40 plus platforms. Write a review. Let me know what you liked about GEMS podcast. Are there any um, topics you want to hear? I'm your gal and I'm open and follow me on YouTube at gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content until we chat next time. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening to another segment of gems podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-S, at gmail.com where your brand your swag your services 
to be here on GEMS Podcast.